And now it's time for Banksy's captains. It's not Bernie or Bordy, so please don't at them. It's Banksy's choice, so he's in trouble. If he's number one choice, doesn't double, double. All right, and welcome back for another season of Banksy's Captains. And how good is it to have MBL back in just one more sleep, let alone fantasy? And uh, if your team's anything like mine, you're still probably rotating players in and out, still changing structures with and without cooks like a lot of us are, you know, giving that rollback button a bit of a workout. And I probably won't have a settled team myself until I get locked out at 6 p.m. tomorrow, which will be a good thing. Um, I luckily get to ease into captains a little bit, just with the one team on the double in round one being the Jackies, of course. And we know they aren't a fast-paced team, are they? And therefore, they represent less plays per game and therefore less stat opportunities for, for big fantasy numbers with their slow style of play. But um, I actually really like their two respective matchups for fantasy this week. So they've got Southeast Melbourne, who obviously have injuries. They're undermanned. Um, in the Blitz, the Phoenix lost to Sydney 91-79. to They lost to Perth 87-71. to They lost to Adelaide 84-76. to So a common trend there with being undermanned. I think the Jackies will have themselves a game there. Um, they've also got Cairns, who are very much looking like a high-tempo team this season. Looking at their Blitz numbers, Tassie actually played Cairns already and allowed Tassie to put up 100 points in that game against Cairns for 81. Um, Cairns also allowed Perth to put up 98 to their 80 points as well. So it looks like they could be quite leaky at this point in terms of the points allowed. Um, let's kick it off with our traditional top three. Now, firstly, we don't traditionally go a player on a single as captain. Comes with it risks with its risks and um, always feels safer to me going a guy that has that double chance. So if he does think it up in one game, you got the security of that second game there. But number three, if you're paying up $1.8 million and the slow-paced or slow paced JJs are the only team on a double, I think you've got to at least consider putting Xavier Cooks out there with the big C. And um, boy, oh boy, does he love playing the Illawarra Hawks. If you haven't already scored yourself a cheat sheet by becoming a patron, you would have seen he posted scores of 54, 67, 80 and 69 on them last season. And I just think most of these JJs won't score that in two games, let alone one. And what's great to see is that this season we have an injury-free Xavier Cooks in the preseason, which is unlike others. So he's going to get a fresh crack at it, and he should be primed and ready to go. And as we know, last season put up 10 straight games uh, with double-doubles. So... You know what you're going to get with him, and that's why you're looking to pay up there. Now, number two, I think we've got to consider some of these guys on the double, and this is not likely a risk I'm willing to take, and it's um, a little bit of a gut feel, if you like, um, but I'm going to look at Rashad Kelly at my number two spot. Um, versus Cairns in the Blitz, put up the 30 fantasy points, which is moderate, 16 points and seven, uh, seven boards, I should say, in 23 minutes, so... If he plays the 30-plus minutes, I just think he can be a double-double threat, and we don't have many of them on the double in round one. I don't think we saw the best of Kelly in the Blitz. Now, there were some images circulating in the Discord chat um, that suggest that Kelly could be coming off the bench, uh, similarly to McIntosh last season. But as also rightfully pointed out in the Discord chat, 
with no Steindl and McDaniel, I think Kelly should benefit in the interim and be a huge focal point off the bench in the early going. And as I say, I just think he has some double-double potential there, which we don't really have available from anyone else on the double this week, I don't think, unless someone does it with assists, which leads us to our number one for this week. And no surprise, particularly if you've seen the cheat sheet, and that will be me jumping on Josh Majette. Um Looking at his scores last season when he played the Phoenix, moderate scores of 38, 31, and 27. Certainly better in his game against, or oh, his games against Cairns, where he put up 55, 51, and 27, which are more so the captain's numbers that we're looking for. Um, as I said before, Sem undermanned, Cairns playing up tempo, tempo. I think there's just going to be plenty of assists and still opportunities for Majet, and I just simply see him top scoring for the round in round one, certainly helped by the two games. Now, of note, some might consider McVeigh, and for mine, looking at his numbers, he really only had the one good game in the Blitz. Yes, he went off for 53, but um, only put up 23 and 18 in those other two games. And when I look back at what he did last season, the problem is I feel that with the opportunities, he had one score in the 40s and he had one score in the 50s during the entire season. And I just think he had the same opportunity last season as he will have this season. So I don't think he has the ceiling and that's why he hasn't made the top three. But for me, it's Josh Majette all day, every day with them being the team on the double. Lock him in if he is in your squad. I know he may not be at 1.2 million, but I think he's the safest of a limited bunch this week. So jump on board, get that team set, and good luck, and you'll heal back from me prior to round two.